Ricky has a bell. Here we go. Hey. Ricky on you. <laughs> this is going to go. This is going to go great. Angel, 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 what up, what up, what up? Hello. I am so excited to be back with you guys, kind of in a way. Uh, welcome to Random Acts of Podcast. <laughs> um, this is episode act eight, sort of, or nine. We're kind of don't know. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Angel. Hello. <laughs> uh, my boy, Jeff. Everyone. We got AP. And uh, let's just get right down to business. Angel, where are you currently? Um, to be quite honest, guys, I'm not on vacation, but I'm treating it as such. It's my day off. I am in Miami. I am enjoying 70 plus degree weather. I am currently also in um, a bathing suit and by the pool. So sorry to rub that in your face. Uh, I may or may not have a margarita on the way. So hoping wow. for the best on your end. Sorry. Or maybe not. If, there's any, <laughs> if there was any way we could prolong this, to like the third margarita, I feel like the podcast will go somewhere we've never had it go before. Yeah, we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. So you're in Miami, but yet you're not on vacation. Can you explain to us what that means? Well, for my job, we are here. Um, uh, you know, Cavs play Miami tomorrow, so we do have the day off. Um, so I'm just taking that time to just kind of get away from basketball and relax, um, me time, you know, and, uh, probably go to the beach and play some volleyball. So yeah, we're just enjoying the time. It's called life balance guys. I'm hoping everyone, you know, has some time to do that. You're a beach volleyball. Do you play by like with strangers? What? I played four years of volleyball. Honestly, I was asked to be on an AAU team for volleyball, but I took basketball very, very serious. Um, for my high school, we were the team and I was team captain. We made it to the first state. We made it to state for the first time in school history. And then and then we might have tried to lose because we were trying to get ready for homecoming towards the end. But outside of that, I'm proud of being, you know, an athlete. Wait, 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 wait. Angel. So there's four different stories here in one. Uh, we have you fixing AAU games. We have you uh, playing volleyball in high school, which I didn't know. And I'm not being silly. I fancy myself as an amazing – I know I joke a lot, but I fancy myself as an amazing volleyball player. Two, we didn't – did you know this, Jeff? Which part? I need to <laughs> Volleyball is news to me, and I kind of really hope that your like high school volleyball coach is listening, so that he can learn. Damn, what was it? It was it was AAU. Oh, whatever. He knows because he was mad at us. He was like, "You're trying to get back to get your hair done and your dresses." We were like, "Yeah." How does does one throw a volleyball? Like, were you missing the ball? Like, that's a hard. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. So it's just like, oh no, we didn't dive. Oh no, we only have six points. No, we got to go back home. I feel like of all the things to like throw, I feel like volleyball would be the hardest. Like you would have to be acting like, it's oh no, hand. there's the ball. Yeah. I reach with my right hand. Have you ever seen a volleyball game? You know how they dive and roll and completely miss the ball? Yeah. Well, we did that without diving and rolling. <laughs> wow. She just like bent over towards the ball looking we like you were trying Yeah, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, we were one of those teams. <laughs> this might be a whole, I, I had a list of topics to talk about with you. <laughs> but I'm so thankful is like the fact that you were like blue chips 
You were throwing <laughs> games in high school. Now, I'm not going to say games, plural, just the one. Like, come on now. Okay, first off, we weren't expecting to make it that far in the playoffs. And so we were like, wait a minute. One of my friends said, I have a hair appointment. And I was like, you know what? I got to have my makeup and eyelashes done. And it just, it was either that or, you know, play another game and miss homecoming stuff. So, so. you were faced with unexpected success. Yes. And you met it with throwing a game. <laughs> <laughs> like this is no this is bigger than both of you guys think you can vacate all of your Florida State wins in college <laughs> no they can't first off that was Stillman High School and if they do that then uh, whatever you know life throws you punches but I mean it is what it is I'm just hoping that I'm just hoping this doesn't end up in the caption. The whole week, I won't do that to you. The whole week, I've been trying to find <laughs> Browns players and Steelers players involved in the altercation, like trying to get breaking news, news stories, and we're sitting on one right here. Like this is. <laughs> I don't know that this is, uh, you know, newsworthy. Like, I don't think it'd be trending on Twitter, uh, mainly because it's high hey, school. No one cares about what I did in I high got, school. I got refused service at an Olive Garden. In the middle of nowhere, and it made TMZ. So you never know these days. I remember that. Well, knowing you, Ricky, you probably uh, showed up naked and um, with flip flops. First of all, no, can't use that word. Is that does that get us an E? Jeez, I don't. Inebriated angel is <laughs> wine angel is different than margarita <laughs> angel. <laughs> you know what? I feel like this might be our best worst podcast yet. Um. I don't even know where to go. Like, I have a list of things I want to talk about with you and Jeff, but I, uh, what do you want to talk about? We didn't even ask how Jeff was. Like, what? We didn't ask how you were. We didn't ask how Jeff was. No, we're, we're fine. We're not in Miami. <laughs> he, he we're fine. I want to know how Jeff is. Jeff, how was your week? Uh, good. Yeah. Lots of work, but pretty chill otherwise. Never mind. Why would we even ask that? You heard that? Yeah, it was fine. It was pretty chill. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. Don't ever ask me how I am because the answer will always be the same. I'm fine. I'm good. Ring the bell, Ricky. Ding. Yep. I deserve that one. <laughs> so, Angel, we, uh, we have this state-of-the-art studio now. We uh, have all the equipment. We have computers. We have microphones. We have cords. We have iPods. We have iPads. We have, like, all this stuff. And we're ready to record a year in Miami. I'm happy for you guys. And let me tell you something. I'll put this on the record. Ricky, you have worked tirelessly buying pieces of wood to put over the whatever studio we have and pulling chairs apart and putting them together and working on mics and sending mics back and getting weird contraptions like bells. You've really put a lot into this. So um, I'm sad that I can't be there for the state of the art one because I've seen where we began. Angel, I just want to say... I've never had somebody acknowledge me while they're winning a Grammy, an Oscar, or a Tony. But I would imagine this is how empty it feels. When that person's on stage and they're winning and they're celebrating and they're like, and the music happens, they're like, oh yeah, I want to thank Rick. And then Rick's just at home like, oh, I'm the Rick. Like, she's in Miami doing well. Mind you, she's coming back to the studio. Not like she's never coming back. Next week, you're the studio. But she thanked me. And true to the listeners, they might not know, I have literally worked crazy, like doing this stuff, editing microphone, yeah. stuff back, and you just thanked me, and I and I, I appreciate it, but it was like, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> By the way, if any of our listeners are really good breaking into places, uh, this office is in Strongsville, Ohio. 
Mm, no worries. <laughs> 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 yes, this equipment we have, it also is yeah. uh, all tracked with devices. So if you try to steal this expensive equipment that uh, we have, uh, good luck. But Angel, we don't want to we don't, we don't want to hold you because I know you have to get ready to uh, get you know research the calves in Miami and 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 you know learn all the stuff. So I am going to go rogue here. You have some topics you want to talk about, but I'm going to go rogue. I'm going to combine your two worlds into one. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. You're nervous, but no, I got you. <laughs> Just tell me um, behind the scenes, like preparation of what you do in your job for a game, and then you know what you do during a game. And I know uh, people that listen, to, uh, watches on Instagram and stuff like that. Saw the other day, I actually had the pleasure of sitting behind you. I was just about to say that. I sat directly behind you at a Cavs game, and it, it was for me. I'm being for real. Um, just the work you were doing. You were on your phone, you were on your computer, you were listening, you hit the mic. Like, it was intense stuff that I saw that I wouldn't imagine, or, or listeners or people wouldn't imagine that a reporter, a sideline reporter does. So if, I'm going to make it easy for you because I know you're drinking. So I'm giving you these easy questions. <laughs> you just take us on how early you get to the game, your preparation, your conference calls. We could do that. Then I'll let you carry on with your bikini margaritas and volleyball. Sweet. Awesome. Okay. So first off, drink responsibly. Um, secondly, as far as my job, I, it's a 24 seven type thing. So yeah, that's why I'm like so excited. We have an actual day off where we're all like, okay, let's just get away from just talking about basketball all the time. But it starts from media day where everything's just trying to get to know the players, trying to understand their stories. Cause what you see on TV, everyone can see it. Okay. They dribble, they shot. Okay. I don't have to tell a story on that, but it's like, doing the preparation for, okay, whose parents or family is in the building? Like, did they have a conversation before the game? Uh, just recently, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. got his first start. He was really excited about being in the garden the first time, and he was really nervous. And then he got his first start at the garden the second time around. So telling those stories mean a lot more than um, just telling what's going on in the game. So for me, it's just constantly, you know, prepping on each person. And it doesn't matter if they're in the starting lineup or if they're first off the bench. To me, it's important if you get that last player on the bench and their story and what they're doing, you know, because you never know when that person is going to, you know, get time to shine. For instance, like our Kate and Charge guy, uh, two-way player Dean Wade, I was not expecting for him, like, to have such a huge following, but people are excited about him and just tweeting out something like you know he's been called up he's getting his chance this is what he's going to mean to the team um people went crazy over it and so it was exciting to see you know how people were reacting to someone getting an opportunity and no one probably I'm not going to say no one but there were very few people that shared that story about him getting his chance so those are the things that uh are like exciting to me like being there it was uh i would say very uh, entertaining uh to have you bring your co-host to work day um i tried to get ex uh, security to escort you out but didn't work so i'm gonna have to talk to a couple people but um it was cool <laughs> you learned the hard way that i i run that place Ricky runs Cleveland. I saw it with my own eyes at that very moment. I looked at security. I put my hands up and they're like, what do you want us to do? I said, wow, this is a thing. And I just shut up and I started doing my job. They were like, that's <laughs> Ricky. I was surprised. I thought even jokingly, I was like, Angel, somebody's going to think you're not joking and really get removed. And like they all came around and was like, nah, that's Rick. <laughs> Could you imagine how the next podcast would go? It would be really bad. You've already kicked me off once. You got people sitting in their applications and stuff, and, you know, I've been doing background research on these people, too, so. Well, Back Angel, off. I'm going to let you go, but as <laughs> you mentioned, we did get somebody pepper sprayed this weekend. 
Oh my gosh. So I really wish I could be there. It's been a weekend full of celebrating the legends. However, something was very funny to me. We had a legends event and we had one of the players on the title team just out for dinner. And we all heard Ricky say that he was immune to pepper spray. This is true. So for me, I think we've talked about this before. I have military grade, which is very important. Military grade pepper spray in my per- on my person at all times. I travel by myself, so I don't, you know, I just always want to protect myself. So Ricky goes, all right, spray me. We're in a restaurant, a very nice restaurant, by the way. And we're like, nah, take this outside. So one of the guys takes him outside, attempts to spray him. <laughs> All right, our good friend, our good friend Dante Jones, awesome guy, came out with us. He was like, first off, a little hesitant. He was like, I'm supposed to be chill, and I'm out here with Ricky. And Angel, how'd you get wrapped up in this? And I was like, I don't know, but we're going to have fun. And so we went out, they went outside. And the whole restaurant, <laughs> unfortunately. We're, we're watching him through the window and unfortunately Dante attempts to spray him um, you know Cleveland the wind picked up the wrong way and it backfires like it goes in his oh, face God. and Ricky goes oh, Ricky goes see I'm immune Dante is then <laughs> Dante, Dante then comes in and I think I was the only one that saw him struggling to blink and then I looked at his phone oh, no. and it was like on Google saying how to deactivate pepper spray so maybe the guy are on Ricky's side, but I'm going to attempt it myself one of these days. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just wanting you know. I am immune. But anyway, Angel, thank you so much. Uh, I, I will uh, talk to you later on in the podcast, maybe. Uh, we'll check back in. Uh, we'll see you know, how many margaritas, but uh, have fun in Miami. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Uh, yeah. Um, cool. Alright. Alright, you guys have fun. Peace out. Peace, too. All right, Jeff, so there's a lot of stuff going on in the news, uh, some stuff I understand, a lot of stuff I don't understand. Why don't you help us out with uh, not assuming my, our, excuse me, our um, listeners aren't up on everything, but can you fill us in in two minutes? Sure, a few things that are going on. Uh, the news, a.k.a. everything is awful. Uh, I'm actually moving away from everything is awful this week. Got a couple of stories that aren't as bad. Um, but for one, uh, I know this is kind of out there for most people, but Hong Kong has gone through like continued protests and now one of the universities there, uh, I think it's called Polytechnic is like basically on fire. Students have taken it over. Um, so it's kind of crazy. You have to look at the whole story cause I don't want to talk too much about it here, but then two, uh, two new kind of fun things. One Disney plus launched. I don't know if you have it. I do not, but, uh, I've heard interesting things about it um they had a little bit of technical difficulty on their first day um but it's really poised to be i guess like a netflix killer or at least competition um and then third which uh we talked about the popeye chicken sandwich a couple weeks ago and chick-fil-a announced i think it was yesterday that they will now uh no longer withhold donations to uh to lgbtq plus uh organizations um, and they will not donate any longer to anti-LGBTQ plus organizations. And I don't know. I read that as Popeye's being. I was about to say, do you think right? that's because of Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yes, okay. I do, actually. Yeah, same, same. Or at least the, the renewed publicity of their stance from the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I think so. Um, I don't think it's like they, they changed their views on the world. I think it's just a matter of yeah, competition. Um, and then, of course, the everlasting <laughs> epic, which is... Uh, Stupid Watergate, um, the impeachment process, which... Not to be confused with Fartgate. 
Because uh, Fartgate was going on. Somebody ripped one on live TV who was doing... Oh, I missed this. What was yeah, uh, one of the politicians was doing an interview oh, on CNBC or something. I did that he see literally something like this because I don't like to talk about bathroom jokes, but he clearly had passed gas, and they were trying to say, "Was it? Did they add that in? Was it scandal?" But that was a big thing. Sorry, I, was I it just, someone's hot mic from somewhere else. No, it definitely was a. It was a ripping. Like it was definitely flat flatulence. Flagellants. <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'm sorry to dumb down your segment, but I'm gonna. No, no, because we're gonna probably have to like go through. Uh, the impeachment uh, epic saga that it is. Um, so, yeah. No, Jeff, Jeff, go ahead. Just fill us in. I'm giving you two minutes. Oh, that's the bell. Yep. That's two minutes. Go. Uh, yeah, two minutes real quick. So basically what we have is there are impeachment inquiries in Congress right now. Um, what that means is as opposed to other hearings that happen in Congress, they can actually go through a long 45-minute process with lawyers involved in questioning and uh, they have called in various national security, State Department, um, White House officials to give testimony as to what is going on with this uh, impeachment case. Um, for those of you that don't know, the case revolves around a phone call from the summer between a newly elected Ukrainian president and uh, our president, um, and whether or not within that call there was, you'll hear the phrase quid pro quo um, with regard to an investigation that the White House wanted Ukraine to undertake into a company. Um, that company as a, has a board member or had a board member, which was Joe Biden's son. And the debate is whether or not that call for an investigation um, happened uh, in the official capacity uh, from the president of the United States and uh, whether he was benefiting personally from his office. Um, there was a whistleblower. We do not know who that whistleblower is. That whistleblower said what they had been told was on that call. That call, the contents of the whistleblower complaint have been corroborated by a number of officials. And so now we're trying to figure out who knew what, when, and whether or not this was an inappropriate use of the office of president. Um, and that's basically where uh, we stand now. There's been activity the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've heard from four or five, depending on when you're listening to this, four or five officials on record. Um, we're going to have another four or five, I believe, within this first round of the inquiry. And then uh, from there, it remains to be seen what will happen. I feel that much smarter. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I know I can go to the newsroom or... Uh, I can go anywhere in the world and talk about politics now. Yeah, I mean, it revolves around this of whether or not he was benefiting personally from a presidential uh, request. Speaking of requests, the holiday seasons are coming up, and I know what I'm requesting for Christmas and the holidays. But uh, if you got some special people you need to buy stuff for, some special money in your life, your dad, brother, uncle, significant other, um, untuck it. Um, the holidays are almost here, and you know what that means. Gifts, gifts, gifts. And what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Unlike most brands, Untucked shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked. Untucked shirts always fall at just the right length, no matter his size. So it looks casual and sharp. Ever see an untucked button down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untucked, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untucked shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. 
I know I actually wear a lot of button-up shirts, and uh, I don't like the fact that sometimes they look like I'm Barney Rubble or Fred Flintstone when they lay or fall, you know, too far, or if they're too short. That's why I think Untuck is kind of cool, man. I am a big fan of Untuck It. I have some Untuck It shirts myself, and, uh, you know, they just make me feel and look great. With more than 50-plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untucked style online and check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from style like wrinkle-free button downs, super soft flannel, outerwear, and more. With Untucked, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for a perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style on your own, a tuck it is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. <laughs> so, uh, uh, AP. Yep. You you've been gone. We didn't we never heard of you in a, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, there's no football season. No more football season. Uh, but you've been playing basketball. You know, when I saw your Instagram. Yeah, I've been playing. You've been putting in work. Yeah, I've been doing all right. Like, what you, what do you average? Would you say? A little north of twenty. Oh, you got north of twenty. North of twenty. Yeah. Um, for pickup. I mean, it's men's league. What are y'all going to? Like, what's the what's the average score? It's usually like 90s, in the 90s, somewhere between the 80s and the 90s. Well, how long are quarters? It's uh, two 20-minute halves. It's like 40-minute game. Are you putting in 19? 19 minutes or points? Points. No, north of 20. Oh, like, tw- oh, north. north. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like 23, 24, 25? Yeah. Okay. Right. A couple 30s. Okay. Are you the best in the league? Nowhere near. You're not one of the best in the league. I'm not one of the best in the league. But I, so the the leagues that I play in is a lot of people from the east side, and I played on the west side. So the difference is east side is a little more flashy, um, a lot more inner city on the Just east so side. Just so our league. listeners who don't know, <laughs> uh, the west side consists of minority or majority whites, <laughs> and the east side consists of majority black. And proceed. You said the east side. It's uh, it's a not. I don't want to say a little more flashy, but it's a you lot. You said of, flashy. Okay, all right. Well, flashy it is then. Um, they uh, it's just different. Like I'm more of a get open by cutting. You know, fundamentals. Screen, real fundamentals. The west side is fundamentals. The east side is flashy and athletic. Afle- wow. Okay, yeah. that, that was really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was really. Uh, I don't want to say racist because we're not talking about race. We're talking about East versus West. So right. the East side is athletic and flashy. The West side is fundamentals and and who usually wins? Um, I'm pretty much fifty fifty. Okay, so, so okay, that's, that's it. Uh, I, so just I have one topic I want to discuss with you. Um, we're gonna do this a little different today, but um, there's a school in Cincinnati. It's a Catholic school. And they started mandatory drug testing their at a uh, Catholic school. At a Catholic school, okay. They started mandatory testing their students in high school, and it's caused like an uproar uh, on both sides. 
Um, and I know you work with kids. Um, you're around kids. I'm 100% conflicted. I'll be honest with you. I see both sides of the story. I see why it would be... Uh, why it might be... Uh, necessarily? Necessary, excuse me. To drug test high school kids shouldn't be doing drugs but also see the invasion of privacy of testing high school kids yeah, minors, um, yeah. minors 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 well, just without doing research or whatever just kind of off the cuff what's your what's your original what's your initial excuse me what's your initial thought I'm kind of conflicted too in the sense of so I, the high school that I went to um, there was a not a really big drug problem but there was a thing that happened where it became a negative connotation for our school to where the name of my school is related to drugs. Um, and that, I just felt like it shined a negative light. So on one hand of the argument of, you know, it's, it is ruining the youth. And, you know, I, like you said, I work with the youth. I, you know, I substitute teach, I coach high school football, right. basketball. Um, and I, you know, I would, I would hate to see one of my athletes, you know, in that. Um, and on the other sense, you know, basically just piggybacking off of what you say, it is also a thing where, you know, it is, these are minors. You can't even put their name in the news. If something happened to a 17-year-old, you, you wouldn't even be able to print their name right. on the paper. So, you know, these kids aren't old enough, you know, to already, you know, have that on their name or, you know, have that on them. I never thought of, I was, I was actually even thinking of that angle. I didn't think about that. Yeah, like these, they're still, already, you know, yeah. they can't even, you, you, their name couldn't even be out if something happened. Um, if I absolutely had to pick a side, I would, you know, pick toward the side of it being that it, that is not right. That it should, yeah. there should not be mandated. Mine, for mine was what if a kid tests negative, I mean positive, excuse me. What if he's positive for drugs? Then what? Like, are we already saying this kid has a problem? Are we, are we already, like, does he get kicked out of school? Like, just, is he getting treatment already? Like, like at, what, at what point are we already kind of damning this kid at a young age versus, you know, then in part two of that, and I'll let you speak, but part two of that is, what are we doing for the teachers? Are they being drug tested? Right. Are they being tested for alcohol? Like, to me, what about the parents? Um... And then are you going out to the dealer? Like, to me, it just opens up this can of worms where, I don't know, I, I saw some places where maybe sports, if they're playing sports, I can see, but just the overall general, the, the student body, I don't know. And I, like, from that sense, I always look at it as I'm on the same side of, you know, well, what happens? Like, who do you go after? Who do you go towards? What happens? What's the, you know, what's going to happen to the kid in terms of if they can still play a sport, if they don't play a sport, if they just play an instrument in the band or something, are you taking them out of that? Right. You know, taking them out of all extracurriculars or, and at that point, you know, the, the reason for a child to be in school, um, you know, while, and I always said this, like high school, the just the just the uniformalities of high school is very similar to that of, you know, prison and the military. Yeah. You got to be up at a certain time. You have to be in a room at a certain time. If you switch in places, you need to be where you need to be going, you know, in a certain time frame. Um, and, but the only difference between, you know, high school and prison is they look at prison as, you know, quote unquote, rehabilitation high school they look at as as you know getting these kids ready for the future right 
So the negative connotation of that drug testing, in my opinion, is you are no longer making about what you can do for the kid's future because if they do test positive for it or something bad happens, then what happens to their future? Right. And on another hand, it's no longer about the education. That kid can't test positive for whatever it is. Right. And then show up to school the next day as if nothing happened. And now, right. you know, he's in math class. All he's worried about is, well, what's what's going to happen next to me? Not that, you know, everybody knows or not that I had this on my name of... You know, and that. and and another thing, like I went to a pretty elite private school locally in Cleveland, but a lot of those kids, or not since say a lot, but some of those kids did engage in, in drugs and things of that sort, and they grew out of it. Not to say the phrase "boys will be boys," but you know, it was a time in their life they experimented, they did things, but it's like why damn them, you know, that early of an age where it was a phase or they did these things and maybe they grew out of it, maybe they didn't, maybe they still engage in those whatever activity, but it became. Functional adults. I don't know. It's just it. it I was literally. I, I, I did a. Um, I did a TV interview uh, last week, and one of the topics was, and it just people were going back and forth, just, 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 understandably um, debating whether or not if it was right or wrong. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. And from my understanding, a lot of Catholic schools do it or have been doing it. Um, but just one in Cincinnati kind of got. Known for it. Um, terrible segue coming up. Um, and I feel like we need to talk about it because we haven't talked about it since then. But the uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, Miles Garrett, I won't get too deep in it because I'm sure by now everyone has their own opinions and right. everything think tanks in the world has said their point of view and this and that. But Cleveland Browns uh, football player, Miles Garrett, uh, took his helmet off um, on a national televised game uh, last week. And uh, Connected uh, with a football player, the quarterback um, Mason Rudolph from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and he got suspended as of right now indefinitely, including the playoffs. Um, my thoughts are very, I'm, I haven't wavered from when I originally saw the whole thing was um, A, which is going to sound crazy, wasn't the end of the world. Um, I've seen crazier things. Um, people act like, oh, he should have been fine or paying for life or, you know, he should have literally got their head stepped yeah, on. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, literally. Uh, I think the guy, Hainsworth, I stepped on the guy's head. Yeah, uh, while, for, while his helmet was off. Yeah. And he got 30, the guy had 30 stitches. Uh, they've showed plays since then where people have actually used their helmet um, to strike people. My only thing was uh, Mason Rudolph clearly started it. Uh, he didn't end it. Uh, in the words of uh, Little John and, and, and the young bloods, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. And I feel like Mason was unsuccessful in doing what Miles did. Because if you saw the, the, the bigger, um, when they when they showed all of the footage, uh, Miles sacked him and then Mason is, is violently trying to take Miles' helmet off and doesn't succeed. Who knows what he done with it? Who knows what he what he would have done had he been successful? But I just feel like um, even the center for uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Ponce whatever, and my boy Larry Obajobi got a game suspension, but I felt like Mason Rudolph got zero. He didn't even get mentioned. Yeah, he might have got fined. Yeah. He might he, be fined. And that would just seem... Mind you, I'm not saying the NFL always gives it right or at the end of the day, things are fair. But that just seems like how could the whole world see one thing? Like, independent. What Miles did was wrong. I I will say 100%. If your hammer falls off, don't use it to hit people. Um, But it seems like independently speaking, Miles, or excuse me, Mason should have got something. 
anything, like even a mention. Your thoughts? I, I completely agree with that in the sense of, you know, with Mason Rudolph starting the fight, um, it's on camera. It's, yes. it's documented. It's quite obvious that there was... As well as kicking him and, and, and all of that. And, stuff and there, everything that everything that Mason Rudolph did was with malicious intent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, us around the city, we, even if you don't know Miles Garrett, yeah. you do know what Miles Garrett is about. I mean, he literally got he, sucker punched. By a random fan. And didn't do and anything. And didn't do anything, yeah. yeah. There, I, if you do that to 10 people the same size as Miles Garrett, nine of them are going to punch you right back in the face. And I give you a, a bad uh, analogy or example. If I smack you and you shoot me, why did you shoot me? Because I was smacked. Yeah. <laughs> So it was like, I know he went extreme and he went crazy, but it's like, Miles didn't just wake up like, oh, let me just go club this guy with a helmet. I don't know. Um, we've been seeing some mean, some funny stuff that Miles actually was trying to put the guy's helmet back on. <laughs> um, I even joked on, on, on Twitter that maybe the NFL suspension and punishment was not to... Uh, not to suspend Mason because he was terrible. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're he, like we don't let him play. He suffered enough. Yeah, for the they, fight, they, yeah. Pittsburgh let him keep playing. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. And we play them again in pretty much two weeks, less than two weeks. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, the NFL actually flexed that game to not be one of the primetime games and put it at one o'clock instead of four o'clock. But it's it's um it's gonna be interesting, man. I I, I think it's gonna sound bad what I'm about to say, but I'm glad there's a rivalry again. Yeah, because it was uh, there was a at least a two or three year span where it was like we know it's some history, but right yeah. now there's it. Not only is it history now, we beat them like we won. Right. Like I don't know the last time we beat them, but it was it was it was awkwardly bittersweet after the win. Um, one more sports thing I want to get into, and we don't have to go too heavy again. Is another topic that's probably been beating the head. Or um, do you say beating the head? It's been it's beating a dead horse. Well, I think that's wrong. You should never beat a dead horse. You shouldn't beat a horse, a live horse. Yeah, dead. that's what. It's a bad. That's like one of them weird, like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. You ever seen somebody kill one bird with one stone? You shouldn't be killing a bird. I mean, that's kind of hard to do. Yeah, that's what if I'm you saying. Kill a, if you kill two birds with one stone, that's impressive. That's a super. If you kill one bird with a stone, I'm impressed still. <laughs> but I think beating beat a dead horse is just strange. Yeah, that's psychotic. Beating a horse. <laughs> but anyway, um, Kaepernick, 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 Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Uh, had a workout he was doing with the NFL. It looked good, too. It looked From the videos I saw, it looked like a good workout. It looked like a good workout. I don't think his skill was ever in question. But at the last minute, uh, because of the waiver and disagreeing with the NFL, he switched it up and moved it from, I guess, officially being an NFL workout at the Falcons facility with Hugh Jackson. No comment. Um, to a local <laughs> facility where I believe it went from 20-something teams, 22, 24 teams, went down to eight. Um, so I'm working out with his own media. Nike was involved, uh, which kind of was interesting. I don't understand their role in the whole Kaepernick thing, period. Uh, I, I, like, I know they sponsor athletes who aren't on teams, yeah. technically. But I just don't get if I don't get what his the, the relationship between Nike and Cappy. Yeah, uh, sell shoes, I guess. To forget about the fact that they have sweatshops, maybe. Well, okay. <laughs> um, but it just seemed—I don't know. It seemed like a circus. I'm—I'm I'm don't know. I'm—I'm I'm conflicted. And I was telling my mom earlier about this because she goes, "Do you think he really wants to play in the NFL?" 
I, me, I think he wants to play. I, at this point, it's like he's trying to make a point. Um, and it's almost like, I know it is, it's going to shadow his game regardless. It's obviously is a big shadow over his actual talent. Like the, the guy threw almost a hundred touchdowns and less than 40 interceptions in his first, you know, four or five years in NFL, right. which is amazing. Right. Peyton, he has better numbers than Peyton Manning his yeah. first couple years in the league. And he took a team to the Super Bowl. So he I did. get how talent is not in question. And, you know, I, I knew, you know, I, I know why he protested. I understood it. I respected it. Um, and, you know, it, it, there's a shadow. It is a shadow regardless. But now at this point where it's, it's so many extracurriculars from him, like it's almost like it's just as many extracurriculars from him as it is from the NFL, that at this point it's like, are you? do you want to play again to prove a point? Because he's not going to start. He's not right. going to start wherever he goes. Right. And that's basically like, that's like having that, you know, making it a high school basketball analogy. Like it's like having that player that's not good enough to play varsity and they're probably a little too old to play JV, so now they just own the team. Yeah. So, like, and are you just what? What are you with the circus involved in it? And yeah. that's that's the weird hard part because I, I think of Michael Vick. Michael Vick went to jail. Uh, you can't kill dogs. He he was dog fighting, got guilty, lied to time, got out, and still was on the team. And with all intents and purposes, Kaepernick, Kaepernick technically. Didn't do anything wrong. Didn't do anything. He didn't do jail yeah. time. He didn't do anything to break any laws. He didn't do anything to break any NFL rules and ended up uh, without a team for three years. So it just seems, I don't know, I, I was conflicted because after you see that interview or whatever he did, the press conference afterwards, he's in full-on uh, Black Panther uh, kind of rah-rah-rah worked-up mode. And it's like, if he did the workout and didn't say anything, it was like, I'm, I'm going to let my game. Yeah, if he, if he would have been like, hey, thankful for you guys to come. Hopefully these teams call. Good night. So it made me, I don't know, because it, it's. Yeah, and then Eric Reed jumping in didn't make it any better. Well, here's the thing. Eight teams showed up. They could call the next day. They could have called them. They, they, they could. Yeah. There's there's college football teams that'll see a, a 12-year-old play and offer them a scholarship right there. Yeah. But I just, I just question him. We don't. I mean, he says he wants to play. We know he wants to play. I know he's in shape. He looked amazing that last Roddy threw. But on and the flip side, it was things that clearly. I'm not a conspiracy theorist by no means, but it was things that the NFL, like not letting him know who the receiver is going to be, um, telling him, you know, with with five or six days notice, hey, it's going to be on Saturday. He's like, well, can I extend it? Like, no, no, no it's going to be this Saturday. Um, the waiver situation. It was things the NFL did that was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, even Having him not bring, like, telling him he can't bring, you know, any um, any of his own media. Yeah, which was even like weird because, like, they have, which I think is weird, the whole Columbine and, and uh, Pro Days are recorded, you know, showing on NFL Network. Right. And these things, but Kepper, like, his thing has to be, like, in some private, you know, back room mm-hmm. and this and that. And it just, I don't know. I don't know if the NFL. It's just, it's just a lot for for him to just be trying to play football. But ironically, not ironically, but but interestingly enough, in the last three years, any team could have done this workout. Like the NFL to say, all right, I'm going to do it. He could have said, no, thank you. And then the following Tuesday, a team going to like work out for us. So it's just, I don't know if that was NFL kind of taking the blunt of the responsibility in case the team did want him. Um, but I don't know. Here we are. And it's, 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 it's interesting to see how it moves forward because, like I said, eight teams still showed up and they saw what they wanted to see. Um, I'm 100% positive. 
could probably say unequivocally he's probably would be the best backup on 90% of NFL rosters. Maybe more than that. Honestly, I, I was about to say he'd probably be the best backup. He, he would be he would be the best quarterback on roster for almost half the teams in the NFL. With all the people that's hurt and the people who you thought were going to be good, that's not. He would be one of the better quarterbacks on a couple of on a few rosters. Yeah, but it's and I, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and you know, like we said on previous podcasts, I usually do not take a side. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I I, can, I understand it from Cap's point of view, where it's like, all right, well, I feel like I'm you know I'm being blackballed or I'm being you know singled out. For and technically, technically, they settled so. Yeah, it's, they there was some negligence in the fact the NFL was like, hey, here's some money. But on the flip side, it was some you know NFL didn't admit guilt. So you're you're 100 yeah. right that there's something there. It's just yeah, I don't on, know. on the other end, it's a it's a business. Like you, uh, you know, you if you're your, your team is a business. You if want, you're you a GM, money. if you're a GM of your team, not not Cleveland Browns, but your team, would you would you bring them on? Let's yeah. say your team's eight and eight. Well, not eight and eight, but four and four right now. And they have a chance to go. They have I'll, a chance. I like winning. I like you would winning. bring them on. I would, and I've 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 done the same thing. Doesn't for, mess up your locker room. If it doesn't mess up, the I'm locker asking room, you. You don't think it affects your locker I, room? I don't think I don't think it affects my locker room because at the end of the day, all of them, you know, everybody who plays a sport, especially a pro sport, you make more money when you win, and you make more money when cameras are around. So I'm that receiver who doesn't get a lot of love because my quarterback is, I don't know, let's just a random quarterback that won't play ever again. Jimmy Claus is my quarterback. Those games won't be on TV. So I can have, you know, six catches, 400 yards, and nobody will know. Kaepernick's my quarterback. We lose we lose by 20. But I know I'm on TV. Somebody's going to see me play. So, no, I, I think it I think it literally it will bring light to the players who don't get as much shine. And it's, he's a proven Football player who is also a proven winner. Does it matter if he kneels or not? Still, if he what? If he's still kneeling, does that matter to you as a as the owner of a team? It doesn't matter to me, but I can see why it would matter to another okay. owner. Okay, to like a you know like a Jerry yeah. Jones, or yeah. I, I can see why it would matter to owners. But you know, it's there's a lot of Super Bowl quarterbacks. There's a decent amount of Super Bowl quarterbacks who you know have been in some way, shape, or form. You know, negatively viewed. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a, I want you don't want to say proven, but a, you know, an alleged cheater. Cheater. It happens. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's but when you win, it seems to be overlooked. As You've a, been as caught a, as, as a Browns fan. You, I wouldn't you, mind. You get my, caught cheating four times. You win five Super Bowls. I would take it. Look yeah, at the Houston Astros. I, I clearly would take it. Yeah. Uh, my what what were the Astros doing? Like stealing signs. Stealing signs. signs. It's actually been known. I have some friends. Has worked with the Astro organization, and they were always saying that. It, I mean, they yeah, they're they're known to have done some over the line type things with stealing signs. But when you win, you win. It's different. Yeah, because you can get over it. I mean, but I, one thing I know what will happen though is Cap would get drug tested after every throw if he came back to the league. Every single pass he threw, which come, is ironic. Come, yeah, come to the blue tent, which is funny. Your boy Danny Green. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, transition. Danny Green of the Los Angeles Lakers had an amazing dunk. He's been in the league about 42 years now. And the other night, he had an amazing putback. And the whole crowd, the world went crazy. Even the, even the bench on the other side was like, whoa. <laughs> the next day, not even 24 hours, 12 hours later, the NBA drug tested him, which I think was hilarious. Like, what did he then he, then he tweeted, he was like, you catch one dunk and you get drug tested. Which is, I thought was hilarious. And uh, shout out Danny Green, man. I've actually, I knew him when he was here. He was here. Ooh. 
He was like time ago. He was like the Booby Gibson years, which is like oh eight, oh nine, or before that. that. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Yeah, about oh seven, oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, when he used to dance on the sideline. Yeah, college. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Wait, he was he was North Carolina. Yep, got to right. Yep, he used to dance. That was crazy. Um, one more topic. One more topic. One more topic. Um, I I did a podcast live taping the other day with uh, Angela Yee, and we asked a woman in the audience. How many is too many texts to not get responded to from a female to stop texting? From a female? Let me rephrase that because I, I kind of butchered it all up. You're texting a woman. Okay. She don't text you back. How many times do you text her before you just say, all right, I'm not texting her anymore? Well, I'd like to think I'm king cool. So if okay. I so two is a lot. Two. Two is a lot for me. So, hey, what's up? But I... And then yeah. and hey, what's up? And then uh, that's cool. Maybe no, I won't even send that. Okay. Maybe maybe a couple days later. You know, a couple maybe, days later. Yeah, maybe. And you know, you know what's going on? Hey, so anything? Five blues in a row is bad. Five in a row is bad. Hey, what's up? Because at that point, it's at that point, it's a monologue. You just you are literally <laughs> <laughs> you are literally having a conversation with yourself. Yeah, and I like. I feel like and you. I feel like you might have this. I won't want to call it a talent, but a trait of. You know, not only being able to read a room, but to read an individual like me, you can me tell. personally. Yeah. Oh no, no, you I'm can, I'm a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Text. I just, yeah, I'm monologuing. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm I can the page. tell. I can tell before. Nah, you know, I'm I, assuming that I her get phone's your off. number, your Instagram. Yeah. That maybe you're not feeling. No, nah, like, I'm feeling. I'm 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 thinking her phone's cut off, or <laughs> like it was a bad phone. Are you it didn't good? Go through. Were you in an accident? Oh, I'm just making sure so you're alive. Is your ninth and tenth text those of concern? Oh, my last one's like a dot dot dot. <laughs> like I'm that guy like I'm really genuinely thinking because to me like you should not be texting like I'm, okay maybe you just was going through something or maybe your phone broke or maybe you didn't have service or nah in my mind there's never been a woman who didn't want to text me back it's just something <laughs> was going on um, maybe she was blind maybe she's in the hospital yeah something bad had yeah. to happen oh, I'm for just, you I, oh, I, I can show you right now my phone nine ten <laughs> like in the same day hey what's up oh that's cool Hey, just reaching out. <laughs> Starting to get worried. <laughs> okay, saw so you posted on Instagram. That's a cool if, post. So if that is definitely that has to be the that has to be the the literally the cutoff point right there is if you double text and they post it or mm-hmm. anything that's happened on their social media or anything. Or or red. That's the worst. If somebody oh, she keep red. Their, yeah, if somebody keep their red receipts on, then you text again. Like I, at least with it's well, delivered, I feel. But like I have to let her know. I I saw it. Yeah. Well, I keep my red receipts. You know on. what I'm saying? Do I double click? I need to know. Let her know that I'm aware that that she. Oh, that you that you seen her. Yeah, post I saw it. you posted. I would. I mean, I feel like liking it would be a. You know, that's oh, petty. Oh, he's seen. So I'm not petty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you about yourself. Yeah, but at that point, you are you already lost the the petty Did battle I? when they didn't text back. I don't, it wasn't. No, I didn't. I didn't become petty. I don't. Be, if I liked her picture, and she didn't text me, that's that's being petty. I'm not a petty guy. I can read a room, but I'm uh, not petty. I will. This is the. All right, we've had. This is the eighth podcast. Yeah. This is the sixth time you said you're not petty. So at this point, who are you trying to convince yourself? Or the audience. <laughs> I'm not petty. I just, I just, I. No, because petty is like, I, I feel like I never want a woman to be like, hey, he's petty. You don't want him to do that, but that doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. I rather, I rather give it that last text. All right, this is it. 
Wait, you can't. So I wrote that. So you'll you'll get disclosure whilst not being texted back. <laughs> like <laughs> some closure on this. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. But you realize at that point you're just talking to yourself. She saw it. She saw it. She knows that we're. And so did her group chat. So now it's a bunch of people that know. She knows I'm just out here. Just, just out here. Just triple texting. Text I never thought about she's telling her friends. Yeah, no, she's definitely telling her friends. Oh, that's wild. And you got a lot of followers too. So they that's some clout for them. But here's the thing. <laughs> if she would have known that, she would have responded back to begin with. Because now she could be a subject of a podcast. <laughs> Is that something you trying to get out? It's not at all. I'm, I'm actually good. This has not happened before a while, but uh, I just feel like if I here's the thing, why give, why take my number? That I so in that like I like I barked in downtown, and I do you know I some girls will leave their numbers on receipts and stuff like that, or you know some girl will hand me her phone and like it out from the other side. It is uncomfortable to be like no. Even if you're not like, especially if you're not in something, like you're not in a committed relationship, or you're not. Wow! So just so you're sitting like, there being kind to me. I think you're sitting there being kind to me by taking my number and never using it. Just being cordial. That's yeah. not cordial. I, but I've now, as of like recently, I've just been a little more transparent, and I feel like that would they would that that's it's easily avoidable on a female side. Maybe not because I've been seeing like all these tweets and stuff about how dudes just don't give up. Yeah. Like they don't give up. I just feel like a little more transparency of, you know what, I'm not I'm not available in any way, shape, or form. Emotionally, you know, whatever. Whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. And that might not work. But I said at least it's out there. It's, I've never I very rarely have asked for a woman's number. Same. I'm just not, I'm not comfortable doing it. But so the number I have, I'm thinking in my head, I didn't ask for it. So why would you give me your number to just not text me back? That's yeah, that's true. Yeah, like that's what did true. you? What, why are we doing like this? this? I didn't initiate this. Guess who I ghosted today, girl? <laughs> Rickonia. Here comes another one. Dot 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 dot. Can't wait. I mean, he do for you, girl. He did me seven. I got nine. <laughs> got him, boo. I don't know, man. It, it hasn't happened for a while, but I was curious because we had a woman in the front row of this podcast, and she said she'll just keep going. She said she'll keep going until. In her mind, they just having a whole relationship. He just forget to text back. And I was like, stranger oh, her, danger. Oh, the girl texting and him have a whole relationship. She said in her mind that he just, he reading them. And she said that with a straight face. Yeah. She oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is, this That's is, rough. This is crazy. I was like, because I was like, what if he blocks you? And she's like, well. I figured mm. out a way. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no mile high enough. <laughs> Ain't no valley low enough to get these texts to you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, with that said, I'm going to close out by leaving a uh, inspirational quote. This is uh, this is one near and dear to my heart. Um, sometimes you're the tequila. Sometimes you're the lime. Lime, excuse me. Sometimes you're tequila. Sometimes you're the lime. Drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Random acts of podcasting. Uh, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Please review us if you like it. Right in the comments, that helps us out. Uh, I'm not doing these inspirational quotes for my health, so um, please. <laughs>